Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the ninth episode of the Luchadors of Liberty podcast, a part of the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. On this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Adam Kokesh from Adam versus the Man, also a presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party. How cool is that, guys? Got an actual presidential candidate on this podcast for you guys. I've been watching Adam Kokesh for years. The first time I saw him was a video at the Jefferson Memorial um, and he was dancing along with other libertarian activists to show that the hypocrisy of the state and that the government will really arrest you, body slam you as, as they did Adam and drug him out of there for just dancing at a memorial. It's these kind of law, these kinds of laws that are just absolutely asinine. And, and he pointed that out to me at a young age. I probably was in high school, I think at the time. So it was an honor for me to be on there and, and hang out with him and his campaign managers and such. Also had the pleasure of having Stephen Nakailo on the podcast. He's the chairman for the Libertarian Party of Florida. Um, great insight. Very, very cool down to earth guy. Very smart, smart guy as well. And and a whole host of other people, other libertarians on the bus. As you can tell in, in the podcast, there was a lot of crosstalk, but I loved it and I hope you enjoy it. Um, oh, and a, uh, another thank you to comedian Rob Wentz. I want to give him a shout out. Um, pouted up with him during the during the convention this past weekend. He has a podcast, the Possum Podcast, P O S O M, I believe. Uh, possum podcast you should check him out he's a comedian from spokane washington very very funny guy opened up for the lpf convention here in florida and couldn't have done a better job um the other guys who went up besides adam kokesh of course uh trailed off a little bit i think but no um everyone did a great job besides a couple people but you'll hear that talk here uh thank you once again for tuning in and oh i almost forgot i want to give a special shout out to Spencer Garber, none of this would have happened without you. Um, you really rounded up the troops. We almost got Vermin the Supreme, but that's okay. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this podcast. You are now a live studio I'm, audience. I know. I know. <laughs> Shout out to the live studio audience. Welcome to the ninth episode of the Luchadors of Liberty. Thank you, Adam Kokesh, for this humble uh, No Force <laughs> One, right? Love it. So I'd like to go around the table. This is my first uh, LPF convention and just introduce all of ourselves. And that's how that's how we can start this. I, I'm I, I'm just excited to be able to talk to all you guys in this format, especially on the on the No Force One. And we're just all drinking beer and smoking some CBD cigars. Thank you again. It's amazing. Starting with the ladies first. Yeah. Hi, I am Sarah Bartos. I am the outreach committee of the Volusia County affiliate for the LPF. All right. Yes, all right, that's it. All right. That's it. That's all I've got. Let's go. 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 
we have a big neon sign in the I, background that says applause. I made, I made my way onto the podcast. I'm very proud of myself today. Did we get that guy from uh, CNN to like coach the crowd back here? Is that, <laughs> did you see that? This is the authoritarian party. There will be applause whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, but no crush words. We're gonna, but no crush words. Uh, well, this is the after. We can. We can. The authoritarian can the party lives loose a little bit. After hours. Can I say fuck, Rob? Is you that, can say fuck. Yeah. fuck. Can I, can I say Mother Jacober? Is that a band? I'm calling him Mother Jacober from now. So for now on, for those you of you that was hilarious. who are listening to this, it was. Yeah. and you was. did not I get the almost as funny as the stand-up the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Whitney uh, threw up. He, I think he lost it a little bit uh, on there. That's just me. Uh, it's my first time sitting there, so he 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 cussed the night before a lot. Said fuck a lot. Uh, motherfucker a lot and that was not a part of the platform you know the, well, not, not the platform but uh, Donna Donna has worked hard and told all the candidates sure, right to okay. mind your profanity mm-hmm. watch your profanity yeah. and stuff so, yeah, we it's, explicitly a banned, it's a reasonable decorum request yes we explicitly right. banned Alex Jones impressions <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know why you went and did that Jesus Christ they're turning the fucking frogs gay <laughs> okay. but seriously uh, they're turning the frogs gay there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The, we accept the gay frogs. Exactly right. There you go. Okay. Oh, I'm all for gay frog rights. All for the gay frogs. You heard it here first. <laughs> Just letting you know. And, and pineapple pizza. Listen, if Kokesh is for pineapple pizza, I'm voting for Kokesh. What about a hot dog and a sandwich? It's between two pieces of bread. You know, it's one piece, but it's kind of. I will never it's call a hot dog a sandwich. It, what is it between? It's sandwiched between two pieces of bread. A hot dog's not even a meat. Okay. It's several different kinds of meat. It's it's a couple it's a couple different kinds of meat, you know. It's a tube of, of something. It's a tube of it's a tube of kinds. You don't of complain because when you get hot dogs, you earned hot dogs probably. You yeah. Job. Yeah, you were out at like twelve thirty yeah. in the morning, like you're yeah. hunting down a hot dog stand. Yeah, you're, Hopefully, you're hot dog you got you really don't have cash. You got to find an ATM. I mean, it's a journey. You don't just no. eat a hot dog. They're I mean, not giving them there's away a for story. free, but they are cheap. They are cheap. You can get them pretty easily. <laughs> so go ahead. Got, uh, please introduce yourself. Or, or yeah. over here yeah. too first. I got the extendy mic. You like? Oh wow! Like this is actually the one and only Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. So, so all the way from Spokane, Washington. Yeah, they brought me in here. Yeah, you had you had a great great opening for the uh, for the Friday night. That was that was that was <laughs> awesome. I I would have had a hard time playing the crowd. There's yeah. a there's a bunch of mixes in there, you know. Yeah. So so how how like how'd you go about doing that? That was that was. Must have been um, difficult. Well, the, I walked in, and the only person really who I recognized was Adam Kokesh. So he <laughs> sat right up front. So I pretty much just told all my jokes and I'm an to Adam. Target. So I just told all my jokes to Adam, and then I walked around and uh, had some fun, and just uh, it was fun. It was a good time. Everyone rewrote a lot of shit. Everyone seems to bash Adam's choice of beer. That's great. Beer? What, no, no. What are, what are we drinking? This is awesome. Beer. No, at the, uh, oh, Yingling. Friday night. Yeah, the Yingling. No, but this is where we are sponsored tonight by the Orlando <laughs> oh, Brewing yeah. Company, IPA yeah. for, and, and also for the cigars from Ezra Zion Cigar Company. This is my staff sergeant from Iraq got out oh, and oh. owns a cigar company. That's why, that's why he makes oh. the Amador. 
cedar lined nice. ammo can. It's so cool. And I get to buy votes with cigars everywhere I go. <laughs> it feels like an actual like like it's heavy. It's got some you know duty to it. Like you're about to go into war. Or like we're in lockers. Yeah. It feels like that sometimes. A lot more tonight than in previous debates. <laughs> I, I was sitting there. I was like, oh my! I typed every bit of it down. I mean, I don't know. What kind of animosity was floating around? Was it was it before? Was tonight the first uh, convention uh, in debate where he's come out very? Well, he, he picked the wrong audience because us at the uh, the uh, uh, authoritarian party of Florida, I mean, the uh, the what? Nazi party, of, I mean, uh, uh, the libertarian party of Florida, man. You can't let him know. Are, <laughs> we're battle hardened. I mean, we've we've been through this shit enough where we just we just don't care anymore. We're yeah. just used to it at this point. Call us what you want. I, I love it. I, I, I Which did happen? Let me frame this from Mark Whitney's perspective for a second. Because he comes in, and in this California was his, his second significant debate. He was in Georgia, and uh, I think he was disappointed coming out with so much money and organization, and really good on him for what he did in California. And, but then coming out pretty low in the delegate straw poll, going, I got to do something to get in the spotlight. I, and, and in that sense, tactically, it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't imagine he has so little impulse control, you know, that this isn't at least mostly deliberate. But then sometimes I couldn't tell because obviously he did go too far. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and he broke the spirit of the team running as a team or broke from that. I don't want to say he broke our spirit. Nowhere close. Nowhere but close. It, it, he, he, he broke with that spirit of unity among candidates and, yeah. and supporting the party. And yeah, that doesn't play well the Libertarians. It does We're not the old parties. I mean, I'm not going to lie. He looked like somebody was trying to be Trump up there, like doing this weird impression. And you were like, that's weird. You should probably stop that. Like, that's weird. It was weird when he does it. It's like weird when he does it. Like, that's just weird. It's weird both ways. It's terrible all around, you know? Strategically. So it felt like forced to you. It just felt like, yeah, it just felt like he was up there. Like, he was like, you know, I'm like, I'm like George Carlin running for president. I'm like, chill the fuck out. It's like, just go up there, have some fun and be yourself. But look, he's standing up every time where he's standing up. No one else standing up. That's weird. Well, him and Arvin. It's fucking weird. Arvin stood up. It was just weird. It was just. They're so angry so they can't just sit down through a debate. Yeah. I had everybody tell me last night how it was just weird. That was like the the you know the consensus. Like everybody, how was last night? Uh, it was weird. <laughs> it was a weird night. <laughs> Some weird shit towards the end. Yeah, we're hard acts to follow. That's my. <laughs> What I feel though tonight is we had a masterclass in Toastmasters and debate mm. and statesmanship. You saw people who said the right thing, the wrong thing, the way to say it, the way not to say it, how to control or be over the top, how to be way too low. So if you watch the debate tonight, you had a little bit of everything. You had brevity, you had levity, and you had gravitas. You had humor, you had somebody who was way yeah. too obvious. So you had a little yeah. bit of everything that everybody can learn from. And yeah. it happened here at the Libertarian Party of Florida Convention, where you saw actual debate and you saw people in the crowd being very respectful. Yeah. Maybe we didn't agree with what people said, but we didn't throw tomatoes. We said, hey, that's your point. Yeah. That's yeah, how we are. Move on. Let me down right. again. No tomatoes. <laughs> I'll bring tomatoes next time. James raised tomatoes away. Florida long. never lets. I know. Down. I should have brought my tomatoes. I, you know, so I, st I started early January. They're about ready. Going back to it, also strategically, he was saying he's going to go into Birmingham, and you know, it's not censored there. He's thinking maybe that's a good thing. You know, Jacob Hornberger's 
kind of hot right now and going into Alabama where the Mises Institute it's in Auburn he's going to have a strong base it's not it's not like he's going in there to a bunch of friendlies I think so it's not a good look going forward well what would you do if you were Mark Whitney I I don't know I don't I don't know him well enough and I don't know his mindset right now to even go there wouldn't you talk about like you know more than just one candidate that no one knows about anyway you know what I mean if you're going to talk you want to you just attack like one person the whole time like, why don't you talk about some issues and just talk about, like, the whole overall thing, man? You can't well, just attack one guy. You're going to be, like, inspiring, I, I, you know? I was surprised by two things. One, that tonight he didn't really go after Chafee. It was really directed towards Hornberger when he was going to, uh, after both of them online and after California. But, but I'm kind of offended. Like, I was in second in California, and he skipped me. He went for first. And, like, come on, man. <laughs> I want some heat, too. Like, come on. Like, nobody asked me a question tonight. Cool. I think he saw your roast last night and was, was like, it? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was that effective. That yeah. Right. That no. <laughs> the roast was the most, like, your roast last night was a great, was great part. first roast. It was the best part because you Got to live up to Florida expectations. <laughs> well, you did what roasters do. You roast them, and and then at the end, you brought it you, together on love. Right. Yeah. And that's what you do. So, you know, we didn't see that throughout all the roast, but that's whatever. <laughs> By the way, I had a one-on-one uh, Vernon Supreme solo to the song he sang because I was like, oh, I missed it, man. He was like, come on, I'll sing it to you. I'm like, that is. Did he make you sing Psycho Kitty along with him one-on-one? Because <laughs> no. I just imagine two guys doing that alone in a parking lot. Like, that's. Psycho <laughs> I don't know. It was personally one of my best live moments ever, so I'm not going to complain about it. So. Uh, going forward from here, what what is is uh, the plan in Birmingham just to keep rolling? I think I think you have some solid momentum going wherever you're going. Thank you. Well, we have a lot of people that we're bringing in who just are are here because I woke them up, and I, and I, I take that I take credit for that, which is most important to me of changing minds and hearts and, and getting to people where they make a conversion to a different worldview. And, and the bigger picture with this campaign. I am pitching what is a strategic departure in messaging and in policy for the Libertarian Party away from playing their game, arguing issues and said, say, no, look, we can talk about localization, make it about principle. We don't have to argue with people. And it's a better gateway. You as an American will get more of what you want. The more government is localized. And when when libertarian delegates and, and, and activists and party organizers first hear that they go but we've been doing it this way for so long you know we can't that can't be that simple it can't be that simple like and it's like no no really check out what we can do with this message check out how well it's received with the general public and people go after a while go okay yeah i'm on board with that and and i think one of the things i've 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 done aside from running early and making every delegate race in the country state by state competitive i gotta say I, I give Elijah Gitzarelli, our, our campaign manager, a lot of credit for this. Our first goal with this campaign, because Gary Johnson won in 16 by bringing people in to fill empty delegate slots. Our first goal was to make sure that not a single delegate slot anywhere in the country was empty so that nobody could do that to the Libertarian Party again. Whoever the nominee is in 2020 will represent the grassroots of this movement. And we have done that. And so far, we're at, what, a third of the way in a convention season now of the delegates being selected. Every single state has had a competitive delegate process. And I'm just so thrilled to see that the party has Woo. stepped up like that. That is huge. <laughs> that's that's pumped. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pump of moment. I, 
it gets me gets me excited just just hearing that. And and we need people to show up at, at national convention too. What we Spencer, didn't you yep. say we had uh, 30 people show up instead of the allotted like what? Yeah, 50? I'd say there were probably about 30 40 people that showed up at last uh, national convention. At, out of how many at, out of how many seats? Probably 54. 54. So those are seats that need to be filled at nationals. We have to if we're going to be strong anywhere, it's going to be at your national convention your national conference so these are things but that's what you get when you know the third party the third largest party in america which compared to the other two we're, we're just trying to grow the middle finger and yeah. <laughs> i heard that analogy the other, i forgot who i heard it from but that's a good analogy just you know obviously in it to win it but if you can focus enough energy on getting people to believe in what you believe in those other parties parties will lose votes and they're going to compensate for that by adopting more you know ideas based in liberty look at, look at Tulsi Gabbard she's she's at this point she's looking for the libertarians for support and she's bragging right. about it and so now we're actually forcing the old two parties and the old two party candidates <laughs> to actually adopt and pander to libertarians and the truth is, is that the Libertarian Party is the only growing political party in the country. The Republicans are down. The Democrats are down. The Greens are down. Uh, the Constitution Party is down. L the Libertarian Party and no political affiliation are the only two political sects in the country that are actually growing. And we can capture a huge slice of that pie. And if you're going to invest in something, invest in the party that's actually growing. And you know what pie I'd like to capture? <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard. No! Don't, don't we all. I'm just oh! saying. I'm just saying. She's smoking hot, dude. Don't Can we not we talk all. about that? No. Oh, okay. No, it's allowed. It's allowed. It's allowed. I mean, She's a hot. It's encouraged. And she. What do you think, Sam? I. Honestly, <laughs> I want your honestly, honestly, if I had to vote for a Democrat. It would be Dulcie Gabbard. For mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Like, she's got yeah, everything. She's, she's got that I white pantsuit. So, right? mm. Was it yeah. a bad one? Sorry, so you're basically saying, yeah, Gabba Gabbard, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. For sure. For sure. I hope my boyfriend doesn't listen to the podcast ever. Ever. Would he be mad at that? Yeah, I don't if think so. Threesome with I don't you think so. <laughs> Between me and Tulsi Gabbard, I think I think it would be okay. Because, I mean, it's Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, unless you're one of those people that believes that she's like a Russian you know fucking whatever <laughs> hey, this we is really, really not fair I have way more Russian connections than any of them because I was actually yeah, a yeah, paid but, Russian propaganda agent yeah, on TV for four months yeah but you're engaged you're not like a, a sex pot Tulsi Gabbard you know it, does, it doesn't count she, I don't, is she engaged? I don't know anything about it. The Russians are gentlemen about it. The Chinese will like uh, cyanide you. The Russians, they just send yeah. over a nice, you know, yeah. Russian lady to like seduce nice, you. Like a nice, beautiful Hawaiian woman in a white pantsuit. You're watching too much James Bond. The guy that Overstock.com CEO was uh, with some Russian babe from that was like a, an Listen, asset we all, of Russia. we all love a Russian babe. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Do libertarians have a Russian babe? Yeah. From no, state. Who doesn't support Libertarians love a Russian babe. <laughs> I don't know. I love Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> Tulsi, Gab Tulsi Gabbard is great for a Democrat, you know? If I if I had to oh, yeah, if it came down to her if it came down you know what's your favorite kind of cancer I would love it I would love it oh that's my that's my wet dream ticket yeah that would be very interesting Justin Amash and Tulsi Gabbard if you didn't that that's my wet dream ticket yeah I would like to see them meet in the middle you're making things happen that would sell for a lot of money oh yeah I'd 
I don't, I don't even know where to go from there. I'm just thinking about Tulsi Gabbard. Aren't we all? That's the nature. I, I mean, this is an unwinding podcast, so I don't want anyone to feel uptight. Like, I, you know. Let's well, bring the we question back to you. Uh, do gingers have souls? No, I don't think no, so. I don't think yet. we do. We have not, we have not broken As a libertarian, you're allowed out. to have a soul. If no. you like it, it's no. up to you as your personal Listen, soul. So, so I don't identify as a soul. There's no soul. <laughs> not, none for me. None if for me. gingers get souls, I don't want Donald Trump to take credit for it. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 we got to pass 2020 before we can get the souls. Or 2024. Whenever he gets out of office, I'll take the souls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair deal. That's a fair deal. Yeah. I remember going to school the day after that South Park episode. Episode because that's where the term <laughs> ginger came from. And, and it's like I walked up and I was just all happy and stuff. And then I hear, there's one right there. <laughs> Get him! Get him, boys! What the fuck are you happy about? There's nothing to be happy about as a ginger. No, that's what I'm saying. I walked into school and they were like, hey, is no, I was not happy. I've never, no, you said you were. I've never oh, been no. happy. I'm just I was, so jealous. I was happy walking into school and then I heard, there's one right there. Kick his ass. Go beat him. He has no they still have Kick a Ginger Day every year. Every year yeah. You can walk up to me every two months and be say Kick a Ginger Day. And I'll Listen, yes, like, we do. My, my best <laughs> friend is again, my best friend is a ginger. We have Kick a Ginger Day at school. A I'm like, national I'm not gonna holiday. Biggest one. He's the fantastic. No, they kick him. No, they kick him. Whatever you have the balls to kick me, I guess is the day. Okay, so is it just is it just me or do like like Mexican Eagles get more respect than ginger? I think it's true. 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 Oh. I'm red and you pick me at <laughs> Yeah. Him and I were outside a total of 10 minutes today between the two of us. And, and we you're both sunburned. Got sunburned. Kind of crazy. <laughs> and by the way, it's like 50 degrees right now and partly cloudy. And you live in Florida, Rob. It's because it's the sun. Next year we'll hold the convention in Florida. Closer to the flat globe, as Vermin <laughs> Supreme said today. He slipped that one in there. I was like, did he really just slip in a flat earth? All around the flat earth. The flat earth society has members all around the globe. They do. I, I just I was like oh okay I wrote it in my notes real quick I was like flat earth flat earth Vermin Supreme I didn't know like, let's just keep on going with nothing it nothing surprised you I do appreciate no. the fact that he brought up conversion kits for unicorns and ponies oh, yeah. okay you know what well how else are you gonna solve it hey I'm putting I'm putting the other candidates on the spot on the important technical yeah, policy right, questions that matter as long as it's a consensual pony that's what matters does it consent to being a unicorn <laughs> If it's okay with the transition. Then. You know, yeah. Yeah. Is there a bump stock no, conversion? We're not for <laughs> I'm, I'm also for trans pony rights. <laughs> oh, shit. God, we had two. Oh, my God. What was the first one? Trans pony rights. I'm still on the fence about ginger rights with you guys. <laughs> oh, damn. I wouldn't give them up either. <laughs> so I just made them like MTA sure put us in the trans pony rights. You got the four year old. Ginger pony yeah, we gotta fight ginger privilege. Fight the ginger power. 
could see them coming after us, really. Like, I've imagined it in my, like, dreams and shit. You know, I see I it at night. You have dreams? I have dreams. None that we have in How do you have a dream? So, I saw this weird thing, and I'm kind of curious. This has nothing to do with libertarianism at all. So, when you close your eyes, try and imagine a red star. What what do you see? I see the red star. I'm one of those weird people that actually see it. Have you seen it, too? Some people see nothing. Absolutely nothing. I can see both. I see the red star. Then like this weird music starts playing. So I'm like one of those people oh, that sees both of it. Like so so like I, I'll see the red star and then I'll see the words written out. Red yeah, star. I just saw carrot time. You said red star. I don't think I, oh, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't specific <laughs> enough. <laughs> I, I, I think the Macy's. <laughs> you see Macy's. Macy's. Sorry. Uh, I thought I, 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 I see nothing. It's weird. Like I I don't see a fucking red star. I have to think about it real hard if I do. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, but think so. Like a really shitty imagination. I think so. I'm trying to write some yoga or something. I don't know what you got to do. I know psychedelics good for that. Some Hans, the breathing techniques. So I can just sit outside 20, minus 20 degree cold weather. I don't know how he fucking does it. Apparently, some people don't have internal monologues. They just they don't hear themselves <gasps> speak in their head, which yeah. is crazy to me. I saw that yeah. on Twitter. It was the weirdest shit. thing. Yeah. Like, is that, you that, that, that just some like four chan thing? Like, I, yeah, people don't think, and it's like, yeah, like what people you, out there don't think. What do you hear? <laughs> what do you hear if you don't hear the voice in your head? Like, what is it? Do you yeah. just see the words playing? Like, like, like the beginning of the Star Wars movie? It's like a Charlie Chaplin film. They probably just say a bunch of stupid shit. They're like, damn it, Mr. Thrasher in the house. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. First Link, here in a, in such a Lincoln Chafee's campaign manager, Libertarian yeah, Party yeah, All Star, yeah. the, the band behind every talent. Like are, we, are we on film at the moment? Yes, we're on yeah, film. Yes, we're yes, on, yes, we're yes, on, yes, we're on audio here. Uh, Lincoln Chafee, I think, did a really good job tonight. Also, deflecting uh, some of the hits thrown at him. I, I don't know what what was. What's, what's your take on that? I, I, well, I've actually. I want to know. I want what, what, How do you think he did? Yeah, it's, uh, probably. Should oh yeah, ask let's the ask. Manager. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, you can't let's ask that question. The spin room. Yeah. The spin room the is spin in effect. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Thrasher is about to tell you just how much Lincoln Chafee dominated the debate tonight and crushed all the rest of the candidates. Lay it on us, Mr. Thrasher. Oh no. So I actually I thought I thought that. Uh, oh come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. wide angles if we're gonna do this. Come on now. All right. So yes, I actually thought Lincoln did very well. Uh, there were a couple of questions that I think got thrown at him that um, he probably needed to be a little bit clearer on what he was talking about with the healthcare thing. I'll tell you right now. Conversations that we've had about a free market healthcare system. Um, He's more focused on resonating with the American people at large uh, when it comes to the experiences they have when he was talking about the emergency room thing. I know that's getting a lot of flack. People are saying that he was he was supporting, that he still supports. Uh, you started playing there. defense, Chris. This is not very good spin room material. No, no, I'm going to tell you, the this thing is, is uh, I see, no I see this is already what's true. It is, he is being very honest. I appreciate no, that. I, I'm not going to bullshit you. I, I, I told him I wouldn't bullshit him. I'm not going to bullshit anybody here. Look, uh, but when it comes to the issues that made me a libertarian, all right? It's ending the wars, ending the war on drugs, cutting the spending, telling the truth. Okay, this is why I'm supporting Lincoln Chafee because this is something that he's. These are the issues that he stood for the whole time. It doesn't matter what the party label is. That's that's what he has stood for, and so and he's also you know, he's a man of integrity. I think there's probably somebody on there that stage tonight that 
doesn't have a lot of integrity, and that's been pretty clear. No, I'm not talking about you, obviously. All right. Uh, and just one? We'll, we'll, we'll go with one for sure, okay? <laughs> How about that? So, uh, but but no, and, and look, and that's that's why I'm supporting him, because he's a man of integrity, and I think that, you know, I make this argument. I know we, we differ on this, and that just it is what it is, but I think that the POTUS nomination is the one moment that the Libertarian Party has to reach beyond the echo chamber. Oh, yeah. Okay? I'm with you. And, and I think that having a candidate with a resume of winning elected office and, and, and yes, okay, was he a, won elected office as a Republican? Yes, he did. But he also won as an independent. He has been elected outside of the two-party system. That's huge. And, so, well, and, this is what I was, I was getting at for Rob here earlier. Uh, Elijah, you know, on my, my campaign manager, fellow Rhode Islander with Chafee, and, and, and we're both very friendly with Lincoln, and, and he's a great dude. Um, but we've, we, 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 we were encouraging him to to play his resume card a little harder, be like, no, like this means something. You know, it's not just, oh, yeah, I was a governor and a senator, but like you play it, like play that. Card. And, he, and he did tonight. He stepped up, was a little more forceful in that. I, I, I like that he had a good retort to that. But no, his he, he actually backed up. Hey, this I'm running as the resume candidate. I've got this experience that really no one else on stage can touch. And and the thing is, he is. So I got all right on, on, on a personal level here. I've worked for a lot of candidates. I've worked for a lot of politicians. This guy is not a politician. Okay, he's I'll tell you an what, activist. He's he he's someone who he he's he's genuine. Okay, he's not putting on a front. Um, I, I cannot. I'll tell you right now. I can't stand the comparisons between him and Bill Weld because, trust me, work with both of them. They are, could not be more diametrically opposed in personality and 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 you know. I just I think that he he's a he is by nature a humble man, and he doesn't want to you know he has respect for everybody on that stage because running for this running for the highest office everyone. Every, well, <laughs> so there may be one exception after. I mean, you know, there's only so much any of us can take. Let's be frank here. But, um, you know, and he 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 wants you know, he did not come into this expecting a coronation. OK, he wants he wants to fight for it. And that's what he's doing. And, you know, people always there's a lot of misinformation out there that he switched his party. He, he switched the Libertarian Party to run for president. But that's not what happened. What actually happened is the guy moved to, to Wyoming from Rhode Island. In Rhode Island, the Libertarian Party is not an option to register, but it is in Wyoming. So he's going there. He's like, oh, I got another option. Let me look at this. And he starts going on the, down the, the statement of principles, starts checking off boxes. He's like, shit, this is party for me. It wasn't until like six months later that we knew this because he just happened to be back in Rhode Island visiting his brother, of all people. And a Boston Globe reporter that he knew from back in the day saw them eating lunch and asked him, oh, well, wh where are you? What are you doing? Oh, you registered in Wyoming. Okay, wh what did you register as? Oh, Libertarian. And this was literally six months after the fact. And then he heard so, the significant rumors that blew up that he did it to run. And, and it was like, oh, wow, there's support for this. Well, that's 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 part of it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, he and, and he, I was one of those. I met with him in Rhode Island and said, you should run and I will support you in running and I will welcome your voice into the LP. Exactly. And and it was, you know, um, it was myself. There was I mean, there's plenty of us that reached out to him. But again, it wasn't some wasn't part of some master plan. OK. And and I think I think it's important. Is Ron Nielsen really behind the Chafee campaign? Uh, yeah, I can pretty much definitively state that's not somebody I'd be working with ever again. But that's just one, that's just one. Two inside baseball, right? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, 
No, I. Well, this uh, is really Rob's show. I just took over, no, so I can I can put Thrasher on the spot here. This is a great opportunity. This is good stuff. I want the inside. Excuse me. Right. Party foul here. <laughs> yeah. For all the for all the candidates who aren't gonna make it up tonight. Oh, you take your mic back with I'm, with I'm, honors. I'm the mic that is great, great podcast and yeah i i also think uh lincoln did a great job of deflecting um the what, what was it the, the patriot act right so they brought that up so, so if i can't that's a perfect example okay first of all when you take like five thousand votes i don't care if you're a libertarian or anybody you know there's gonna be some balls and some strikes all right it's right. just it's the nature of the beast lots of balls but but he but here here, here's the thing. Um, he's the whole point of this campaign is to tell the truth. He's going to tell the truth. He knows it was a mistake. Had he had he known then what he knows now, he wouldn't have voted for it. And he said he said that on on stage. And he know? got the message off concise and clear. And that that was the that was the, that's why I told him it was the best way he could have done it. I and think. this it so and again this is this is the thing this is the reason I'm supporting this guy is because he is uh, he's he's willing to admit uh, that it, when he's evolved he's he's really, he, he learns. I, that, was, I, okay. that was a beautiful moment of humility for him tonight. I gotta give him props for that. Okay, because again, I mean, you know, it's one thing to to double down when you're being uh, you know when you're wrong or or who double down. Well, no, it's a shape. No, no, no. So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend doubling down, beating your head against a wall. But you know, there were some that didn't take that advice tonight. Anyway, but uh, but no, I this the, he's a man of integrity, um, and he you know he's willing to say he's willing to say if a vote he took uh, wasn't wasn't the right decision. And, and we come on, that's that, a lot of it. We all saw that tonight. That was that was good. Overall, I think everything went off great without a without without a hitch. Um, like I said, this is my first LPF convention, and and Donna has put on a a tremendous LPF. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a dog uh, for a out. second. I want to give out a shout out to all the convention shit, committee folks. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to to Donna, to John Alvadoti, yeah. to Mark Alo for doing the lights and everything. Uh, Gabe Wozniak, Derek Ryan. Uh, Ashley and Chaz, Mitch, they all did an incredible job putting on this convention this weekend. It's it's not an easy job, and a lot of work goes into conventions and planning conventions and making them profitable, too, which, of course, uh, you know, my, my old university professor, he taught me one thing. He said, uh, greed isn't good. Greed is great. <laughs> and I've taken his lesson to heart and applied it to what I know in the Libertarian Party. And uh, I'm happy to report that we do have a financially successful uh, convention this year and, and hopefully for many years to come. And, uh, everyone, if you want to give shout outs, go ahead and do it. We're, we're at about, I want to say 40 minutes. I think that's good. I want to, I want to chill and party with you guys. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's do that. Libertarians are known for their partying. We can just keep podcasting until you're too drunk to podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you need more weed? We can take take this podcast to TGIF. Oh, God, no. Yeah, they don't close till two. Yeah, exactly. Two o'clock. Taking all this shit over there? Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it. They probably accept it, too. I want some mozzarella sticks. Open arts, TGIF would be like, oh, we're in a podcast? Hell yeah. That's the biggest, uh, That's the biggest uh, media plug attention they, they've gotten yeah. in years. I think there's people that think that TGIF has been like bankrupt for like years. I don't know who keeps honestly. them open. 
People like us, I guess. I do pocket. This is the only one in Key West like five years ago. I didn't even know they still were. There's one by my place. It's not good. That and Long John Silver's, I just don't understand. Long John Silver's is the wildest one for me. Long John Silver's is the wildest one for me because who is buying fast food? like fish sandwiches at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Who is doing it? Who is it? Is it one person that's going there like four times a day? Is it like a group of people? Do they have a Facebook group where they're like, let's meet at Long John Silver's? I've had that the same thought line, like the same questions for many years. I have no fucking idea. There's so many Long John Silver's that are in the middle of the country and they're eating seafood. There's no sea anywhere around them. Like for miles and miles, I don't know what the fuck they're doing in seafood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like why wouldn't you just eat chicken like you're supposed to? You poor son of a gun. You're a farmer for a reason. Let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. You want corn? Let's go, bitch. Fucking make it up. Get some fucking food here. I think you can make hush puppies just out of straight corn, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Potatoes. Like, yeah. like you don't need yeah. actual Grits. seafood for, Grits to make is those, corn, right? right? Hush puppies? Uh, no, no, I think exactly. they're just potatoes. Just have a regular, yeah. like, southern. No. no? Yeah. It's like bready. It's bready, yeah. more bready. Yeah. I think you're thinking of, like, pots. Yes. yes. We did. We got tater tots and fucking. I'm from Idaho, dude. I can maybe give you a discount at. By the way, by the way, you should have you should have all seen you should have all seen the look on uh, on on uh, on on Dan Berman's face. On, the, the look on Dan Berman's face when we asked him if he's ever had a pub sub, and he's like, "What?" And all the food are like, "What? What? You've never had a pub sub?" It was a. Everybody in the entire conference, even people inside. I missed that part. Did I hear something? <laughs> <laughs> you never had a pub sub? No, I'm talking. Wait, so no one went and got him a pub sub after that? Pub subs are the shit. We, we were going to get an Uber to go to Publix. You don't even have to go to Uber. You can Instacart that shit now. We're traveling about Publix. Yeah, we're talking about pub subs right now. They don't have Publix. They don't have it. You just hear about it. Volusia has a fun thing. Every time we mention Wendy's, we take a shot. Fuck yeah. Right? Really? They give you a lot, too. It's not like, oh, that's hilarious. No, but like, Berman has a public sub and broadcast it. That's 12 delegates right there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right totally. there. Oh, yeah. yeah, off the bat. Oh, no, listen, listen. listen. Whatever candidate can eat the most pub subs in one sitting has half of Florida. Right there. In the back. Oh, I invented a secret menu item at In N Out. You get animal style fries, squirt of ketchup, chopped up chilies all over it. They're called Freedom Fries. Oh. <laughs> Go to the In-N-Out. I'm glad you brought this up. Fries. So I'm from the South, and Whataburger has a huge Thank feud you. with In-N-Out. And I think rightfully really? so. Whataburger by far beats In-N-Out's ass everywhere. Well, I have, I have, an, I have an important question, though. Does, does Lincoln Chafee's campaign manager smoke pot on camera? Oh, peer pressure, peer pressure. Does Lincoln? Would Lincoln? Would Lincoln share a symbolic smoke and civil disobedience at some point? Just don't inhale. Just don't inhale. You're good. And I certainly appreciate the offer. I'd be more than happy. Do the Elon Musk in many, many moves. Oh, what is he doing now? What is he doing now? I can't believe he's doing that. Oh, we missed it. Uh -huh. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All you have to do is pull Johnny Depp. He did it. He did it. He did it. <laughs> I like how you think. Solid reference. Can I pull the Amber Heard? Oof. He's next. That's a rough one. 
<laughs> Thank you, though, but now it's fun. You're at a libertarian convention. I know. You're not smoking. Can I say hold on? You don't want to as much as Elon Musk. I didn't see it coming. To be honest, I did not see the amount of weed smoke coming. Really? No, and it's really cool because you know. When you think about it, you're sitting down with presidential candidates and they'll smoke weed with you, which is my ideal presidential candidate, like if I'm telling the truth. For sure. I'm the presidential candidate you want to sit down and share a joint with. Right. That's facts, America. I'm sharing a joint with Adam Kokesh right now and I'm having a pretty good time. This is how we reach middle America in 2020. Fuck yeah. Marijuana. Yeah. And and, uh, also got to give a shout out to Vernon the uh, Supreme. I smoked with him. He gave me a little bit of his uh, little one hitter. That was great. That's how. That's my preferred method of smoking. Dosage control, as Vermin likes to say. I like it. And that's how I realized he's not great because he's just one hitter. He's like, no, man, just just relax, stick one. <laughs> I, I think the reason we have the national convention in Austin is not just that it's decrim in Austin, but it's surrounded by some of the most criminalized areas for cannabis in the country in Texas. So it's now a contest among presidential candidates to win the weed vote. How much weed can we smuggle through the gauntlet that is the rest of Texas <laughs> to get to Austin to the national convention to bribe people for their delegate votes? Oh, man. <laughs> Chris, write that down. Write that down. Now you know my secret plan. If Chafee can't smuggle weed into Austin, he doesn't deserve to be the Libertarian Party nominee for president. I mean, if I, if, if I was a delegate, that's where I would be at He's going to go to Chafee. He's going to be like, they got a master plan. We got to fucking do something about this shit. Chafee's going to be the one with a crazy plan for the next debate. I guarantee you, you wouldn't be the first candidate to offer that kind of bribe, all right? Well, to be fair. Wait, you're asking for something to be smuggled into Texas? There's a Latino right here, bro. <laughs> LP Florida's got jokes. <laughs> we got jokes on. We we have a a all the way from Spokane. Did, did they uh so so was this your first time opening up for the LP? Yeah, it's the first time I've ever been to any LP anything. This is my first time here. Hell yeah. Everything. It's fun. It's Welcome to the party. Me too. Yeah, it's yeah. been a fun fun convention. Thank you for being the less weird part of last night. Type <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I, I said thank you for being the less weird part of last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I, I was about to pay I, for one minute and just I go think, up there and say fuck. I think <laughs> just leave. There's like a firefighter convention from like the like upper levels. I think they're about to come down and like try to rescue us. Like they're yeah. definitely on fire. No, is everything okay? They yeah, sound we're, like they're being autistic. Unicorns, unicorns, motherfucker, motherfucker. What's going on? Yeah, when you can hear like fuck being like boomed over a megaphone from the lobby. It's like no one wore the libertarians were in town. He's a Jacob Motherburger, whatever. What is he now? I can't always forget. Mother Jacob Burger. Mother Jacob which I would fuck up every single time, so I just say motherfucker. Like I don't. Yeah. Let's let's give Thrasher a, a chance to comment since we started the podcast with this on on Whitney's unique performance tonight. Oh yes, yeah. Unique is that what we're calling it? But you can call it whatever you want. I won't tell you what we called it before we got here. here. Of course not. This is not the authoritarian party of Florida. I I will say that I think there's plenty of information out there for the delegates to make an informed, rational decision to make sure this motherfucker goes away very quickly. And I'll just leave it at that. Thank you very much. 
I, I, for one, think it's a solid campaign strategy to trash the party that you're visiting and the entire delegation. <laughs> ostensibly asking for votes from, yes, of course. That's, that's just fantastic. Yeah. Classic politics. Disparage everybody from the organizers to, uh, so, yeah, the, the most popular candidate in the room, really. Just, so, just have it. So it's just like when a guy goes to a bar and starts nagging a female, you're just nagging the party. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I guess I'll deal with you then. I, I, I will give him, I will give him one thing. That doesn't work, one, that that doesn't work by the way. It, does, it doesn't work. Nagging doesn't work. It doesn't. You, we just we just think that you're assholes at that point. And, and we may sleep with you if we're desperate. Like like it, like if we if we if we you know I'm the only option you got. Like if you really 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 need to scratch that itch, like you'll be like, oh this fucking asshole, fine. But nagging does not work on any other level except for if you really really need to scratch that itch, man. You're not a real libertarian, you go upstairs. How how about Joe? How about Joe? I a mate like I didn't even hear of her before coming here and and she blew me out of the water i i don't know anyway, like what she blew me, blew me. Used any other <laughs> depends on what the definition of is, is. <laughs> that woman exactly well i love how you bring up any kind of sexual thing with a woman in the realm of politics always goes to clinton and it's like the democrats don't even care yeah, I, I love Joe. I'm glad. I'm glad that she's on stage and for what she represents for the party in that demographic, in that niche. She's a great candidate. Thanks for bringing it back to the loop. We almost lost it there. Hold on, hold on. Back to the sexual innuendos. Listen, there's so many. There's so many more men in politics, and we can make so many jokes about them, and we only choose the women. Like, come on. There are some politicians that I've looked at and I'm like, oh. Well, I've got several oh. NDAs that I'm going to release next week. So. Like, even, <laughs> even, like, back to, even Tulsi Gabbard, you know? You know, if I was a man, I'd be like, oh, Tulsi Gabbard. I, I can think you'd better as a woman. Even if you oh, no, I, I have a thing for Tulsi Gabbard. Let's okay. be real. It doesn't everyone. Not? Doesn't everyone. If you don't, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, no, if you don't have a thing for Tulsi Gabbard, you're either, like, really, 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 really liberal and think she's Russian or... Just blind. You're blind. Like, I started taking her at it's home, fucking Tulsi uh, Gabbard. At home, Tulsi Gabbard yoga videos changed my <gasps> wait, life. Wait, 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 wait. Tulsi Gabbard has at home yoga videos? Yes, she at does. Home, <gasps> they're great. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> the entire room went to their phone. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if my phone wasn't dead, I'd be watching <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard <laughs> yoga right now. I need a charger right now. <laughs> hey, Adam, what's your Wi Fi password? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was going hey, to be fair, you know how many vegetarian men get hot for Justin Amash? Yeah. <laughs> don't we all? It's, you shall not password. <laughs> <laughs> Clever and a good strength on the password. Like, that was not getting a week. Oh, yeah, it's O's or zeros, of course, obviously. Oh, yeah, okay. Obviously. With the NSA, does passwords really matter? No, no. it doesn't. Oh, shit. Oh. They were really cool days when your password could be password. Really, now you need like this call them. Exactly. So, uh, Edward Snowden was brought up tonight, right? That's crazy. And Julian Assange. I love that. And that's what I love about the Libertarian Party. Like we all are pretty much in, in agreement on everything. Most hold up for seven years in the Ecuadorian embassy. Seven years, and uh, now he's uh, you know barely like. I mean, he's probably mentally pretty fucked up from being in hold up for seven fucking years in the same embassy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot. And, and, and in my opening statement today, I, I mentioned Julian, and I think that, uh, you know, freedom is not without sacrifice. And, and I spoke a little bit about the uh, Dr. Li Wenilang of China. And he was actually the doctor who gave out, uh, or he, he was the one who actually brought attention to the COVID-19 virus, the NCOV virus, uh, at the, the Wuhan hospital. And he was actually arrested by local authorities because he was spreading rumors. Right. When's it, China going to break? There's no way this kind of regime is sustainable in the era of the internet. The scary thing about China, so for the first time since uh, the guy after Mao, so Xi Jinping has all three. Um, he has the chairmanship of the party, the Communist right. Party, the presidency, and he's the leader of the military. That is the first time it's happened since, uh, I think, Grandpa... Um, Mao? Not Mao. It's the guy after Mao. I, I have to, I have to figure this out. What? It might be Mao then, because I don't think it's Chiang Kai-shek. So, but it, it's, it's scary because it's a, powerful, it's a powerful position to be in, and then all three positions. And the Communist Party has roots so deep, they vet people, you know, to the village level. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like even if it's another see, like, another party, it's like, the communist party. Videos so. coming out of China, and they're like tied together, talking like like running around in a circle, talking about how great China is and shit mm. like that. Like that that is not a good uh, uh, advertisement for tourism. So no. well, <laughs> one of the favorite parts of my platform, and there's a lot more to this talking point, but when people say, "Isn't China going to invade?" No, if, like if we dissolve the federal government and, and the military is decentralized, like no, the people in China are going to be looking at their central government going. Hmm. Mm. I don't think we need you either. Like that's the, like there's they're so on the verge. There it's there's an awareness in China growing. It's like I just there's they yeah. they. I, I'm not an expert. I don't want to put a timeline on this, but they have to be coming to a breaking point for a major phase shift in China. Well, this yeah. whole thing actually with that right doctor, actually uh, it was really <laughs> on social media. Sorry, Dan. on social media that it was it, it was the biggest public funeral procession of Chinese history, people, I mean, their social media is censored, censored by Chinese censored censors. And they were all, I mean, even government officials and police departments were speaking out against what they did to this guy. Cause now they're facing this whole coronavirus thing that, you know, and, and it, it's a, it's, I think that it's finally starting to turn around and there's cracks in the armor all around the world of this government facade of legitimacy. And it's happening through decentralization. Mm. It's the, it's the global trend, Brexit, Scottish right. independence vote, Catalonia. There's a, a half a dozen other places in Europe that are trying to break off in the United States. We have the, the great Republic of Texas. We have the Conch yeah. Republic, yes. of course, here in Florida. Uh, we Vermont, New film. Hampshire, yeah. <laughs> Hawaii and Alaska have always had solid independence movements. California now. California, Cal exit. That's a thing. And so I spoke at an event a couple weeks ago in Sacramento for this, and there was something I learned about this that where I go again, every time you examine localization on any issue, on any analysis, you go, oh my gosh, it's amazing for that too. If you're a conservative or a libertarian living in California, getting California independent from the federal government, the federal reserve system, the federal corporatism system, the whole federal regulatory and legal and criminal injustice system means that 
as a, the, the liberal flavor. California might go a little more liberal in flavor, but the waste, fraud, and abuse, the, the theft through government that is possible is reduced down to you know, le- something like less than a quarter. So even if Cal, if you're a conservative or a libertarian in California, you're afraid that, oh, well, it goes independent, it might go more liberal. Your experience as a Californian will be better by your conservative or libertarian metrics. And it's just, yeah, th- this is the future. There's there's no way around it that, that centralized governments are, are even sustainable. Just around fiat currencies, that's going to fail. People are going to demand the, the, the millennial generation coming into power. No, we want to redraw all the lines on the map. We're going to do it. We, we don't have to do it that way just because it's always been done that way. Way more efficiently, too. I, you, you have been, you wanted Sorry, to yes, make a point about We have another guest joining right? us. Yeah. So, yeah. Right now, China actually has a ticketing system going on where the adults are each granted one ticket per week. With that ticket, they have permission to go outside their house for as long as they want to, like, get all the groceries they need. If they go out without a ticket, then they go to jail and they're quarantined within a hospital, whether they have coronavirus or not. Mm. That's 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 how crazy it's getting. I, I saw an article that uh, that said it might be spreading through fecal fecal matter. Well, it's, it's aerosol. Aerosol? It's aerosol based. So so it's funny because everybody is like not surprised at all when China has been lying about how it's being spread and that the numbers are actually a lot lower than they're, than they're being reported. Uh, so what we know now about the coronavirus is that it sprays, it, it actually is aerosol. So what that means is, you know, it, it's much easier to spread than a droplet infection where you just, <clears throat> and it, it suspends in the air. It actually aerosols, it goes out much, much further. And uh, and, and I think the r not, which is the rate of spread, is a lot closer to the two point, between two to maybe six, which is very high. The flu, I think, is an r not of like one point something uh and the death rate is pr- somewhere between 0.2 to like 2.4 percent so so this whole thing we, there's a huge blackout coming from china that we don't know all the facts about this virus and we might not know until it spreads to first world countries and we get real data and even at that point in florida there's actually a state statute where viral infections are considered a state secret and they want to protect the tourist industry wow. to buy per- because what after happened for zika virus is zika became a big deal and when i was traveling through Europe, there was signs everywhere about Zika and the Florida Keys tourism actually started to go down. So there could be cases in Florida that we don't know about. Maybe the CDC knows. I don't know. Or maybe they don't report to the CDC. But there could be cases in Florida. And we get a lot of tourists that come from China, that come from the rest of the world. And it could only be a matter of time. So I think that the lesson in all this is you really can't trust your government. And it's kind of funny because when the news breaks, everybody's like, yeah, we knew that a month ago. Right. You know, we knew that we don't trust the Chinese and we really at what extent do we trust our own government how they're going to handle this response when it does become a pandemic I don't know if anything I'm, I'm more skeptical of the doomsday I'm, I'm, I'm more skeptical when the media says be afraid be very afraid it's like mm, there's I'm more suspect suspicious that they're blowing this up to make yeah. it a lot scarier and, than it should be. Yeah, population's got to be a big part of it too, because yeah. I mean, eighty-two yeah. percent of cases are mild. Yeah, and, 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 and like yeah. with China, how overpopulated it is, you can walk down the street and come in contact with you know ten people of different kind of viruses, and your immune system might be okay with one, and then not. They have a weaker population that they aren't farmed out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The nutrition's not great because the communism and everything. And they all smoke. Let's just bash China for about two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We're sorry, China. No, no. Not really. Well, they don't get to listen to this because it's not making it. Yeah, because they don't have internet. It's not making it past the great Well, Corona and Lyme are is when using a VPN becomes the norm there. So... I wanted to mention that I I went over there my senior year and I developed some relationships with some younger uh, younger college students uh, who work on research in the South China Sea and stuff like that and they use VPNs religiously right mm-hmm. and really they say it opens up the Google and it opens up a whole new world and mm-hmm. so there's a big schism between the younger generation of Chinese mm-hmm. and the older generation who trust the Chinese government off the back because the nationalist government ran when the Japanese came in the mm-hmm. rape and nanking and all that that's because the the nationalists were too chicken shit to stand up for their country I mean try, Americans still believe in the American government so yeah. Yeah. try <laughs> googling the uh, TMN square uh, in, in China uh, over the, with the firewall compared to a VPN I have uh, something really funny I'll show y'all later never happened Ask any Chinese person. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I have a picture of Mao Zedong with puppy dog ears from on my Snapchat whenever I went there. I think they would have made me delete it, but I still got it. By the way, I just want to say on record that uh, Chairman Z does not look exactly like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh. Not at all. Not at all like Winnie the Pooh. How mad did Definitely not. Not exactly. Pissed off not like Winnie the Pooh. Just like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> the power that South Park has just to piss off a whole country. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That is some power. That is some power. And you know what? Um, when are we going to get Matt country. Parker and Trey Stone to join the Libertarian Party? Oh, yeah. man. Come it on. turns out Winnie the Pooh isn't actually still banned there. Over at Shanghai Disney, they still have the Winnie the Pooh honeypot ride and like Winnie the Pooh merchandise. And in the, you can't get rid of the honeypot. Chinese <laughs> stores. Hey, don't you talk, don't you, you talk shit you about, about my honeypot at Are you talking about Tulsi Gabbard? Tulsi, what are you doing Friday night? I'm free. If you're free, I'm free Friday night. Come to the party. (laughs) You know, Friday night, I'm free. By the way, Tulsi, (laughs) yeah. But, so, is there Libertarian Convention in Hawaii? Do you guys do you guys get to go? Like, I hope Tulsi there is a Libertarian oh, I to see the alien and see make that vote. <laughs> Aloha, Tulsi. Here we come. You know in fucking Hawaii. <laughs> Never been. want to go. It's in the middle of nowhere. I, it, I think Libertarianism is it would spread there very fast. They have they have a strong history of wanting to like like Hawaiian you said independence. Yeah, like yeah. you said earlier, big independence movement and the US that's pretty much annexed. I mean, came in there like. Hey, oh, the, the history of, of all the histories, and it is a really undertold history of the abuse of the native population of the Hawaiian Islands. Like it, it, it ranks up there with all the worst atrocities in North America, and it, it, it really is something that we kind of like. It, it, it's kind of written out of. I mean, I never learned about it in, in government schools. I didn't. You know, I, I remember yeah. reading about it much later and be like, oh, this was something that was kept for me. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, so in 2014, because I, I probably am one of the youngest ones here. In 2014, I actually learned about the Dole Corporation going in, but that was it. That was all of it. Hmm. You just learn about the Dole Corporation going into Hawaii and being like, oh, we're going to get rid of your queen. We want pineapples. Yeah. And that was the end I of it. Both computers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that was the end of it. That's what I learned. And that was the end of it. And we never learned anything else about Hawaii. And I'm like, well, what happened the, with the pineapples? That was the beginning. <laughs> when they let the Dole Corporation yeah. in, they were like, okay, we can make some money, develop a relationship. And then more companies started kind of coming in. And then the U.S. Yeah, and, and all these other Western countries that. realized, oh, shit, they got money over there. And then... <laughs> 
that's whenever they started coming right, in. We want to put a military base on those islands. Yep. Yeah. And Don't after Pearl always. Harbor, the cell was a lot easier. You know, there is a big libertarian presence on the big island. I just checked. Hawaii, Hawaii did have an Hawaii. LP convention for Hawaii in yeah. 2019. 2019. Yeah, there, there are an active right. libertarian party. I have a cousin that moved there from SoCal in 2004. He sold everything they had. They lived in a tent, and now he's built up a successful plumbing business. Mm. And uh, they have a development on the side of uh, Mauna Loa, I believe, that they've got perfect yeah. streets, but that's yeah. no utility. Yeah. 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 And people go out there, live off the grid, and as my cousin Rob says, it's people that just want to move to Hawaii. I've been holding for half an hour. I want to move to Is Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, can we, can we uh, move for like a five-minute hey, break, everybody? Let's, let's wrap this up. Yes, yeah, Sarah's Th- out. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, tuning in. Uh, this has been the Luchadors of Liberty. Thank you, Adam, for being so hospitable. Thank you, all you guys, for putting on the convention. Speaking of the convention, and for to being our live studio audience. Yeah. <laughs>